Have you ever struggled to find time to read God's word? Do you feel like the Bible is just words on a page with no power? Let's dig into the word and see how God uses it to transform and guide us. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals when we gaze into the mirror of God's word, we receive powerful transformation. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, author of From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome. I'm an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from James chapter 1, verses 19 through 25. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, And if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. In the days and months after my daughter was born with Down syndrome, I must admit I barely looked into a mirror. Sleepless nights, lengthy feedings, endless appointments, and therapy homework consumed my waking hours. That and a demanding full-time job. I was in survival mode. A hurried ponytail in the morning was the extent of my concern for appearance. As a fellow ordinary mom with an extraordinary kid, I'm sure you can identify with my situation. I know many of you deal with far greater problems and stress. When we have time, most of us use a mirror for a purpose. We're usually looking for problems, something that needs to be fixed. First, we evaluate our hair. If we find wayward strands, we tuck them back into place. If a rat could nest there, we haul out the equipment and set to work to correct the issues. Skin blemishes quickly catch our attention, too. 
A little concealer improves the presentation. We may even apply a dash of makeup or lipstick before we're satisfied. In today's Bible encouragement, James compares the word of God to a mirror. If we gaze upon this reflection, we can accurately see ourselves, which should lead us to correct noticeable problems. James' first topic in this passage refers to speech and anger. He admonishes us to pause for reflection rather than respond in anger. We should listen and consider before replying. His warning probably pokes most of us in a tender spot. A tendency for self-defensiveness and hot words seems to be universal. The analogy of a mirror should grab the attention of all of us so we will listen to the main idea which comes next. God's word has a purpose. We don't want to look at it, see a rat's nest of sin, and walk away without fixing the problem. I'll say it again. God's word has a purpose. We can extract three principles to guide us to properly respond to the mirror of God's word from these verses. Number one, adopt a responsive and teachable attitude toward God's word. Prepare your mind and heart even before you read the Bible to open yourself to God. In trust, humbly admit you're desperate for his guidance. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you wisdom you need to know. Whether we fully realize it or not, God's word is critical to our spirit, just as oxygen is critical to our bodies. If you've received Christ as your Savior, he is the word implanted within you. Now you need to yield to him as you read and study. Then you will be ready for the Bible to accomplish its purpose in you. Number two. Commit to obedience to God's word. In verse 22, James says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says, otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. It's one thing to tell a lie, but to lie and then believe your lie as truth is sad and dangerous. Sometimes we read the Bible just to check the spiritual task off the list. We rush through it and walk away feeling accomplished. We may even lie to ourselves and say we've been satisfied. The truth is very different. God's word will not satisfy your deepest needs until you become obedient, until you follow through on your learning. That's when it becomes real in your life. That's when it fixes the blemish of the sin it reveals. It sweeps out the lies you believed about God that nest in your heart. It disinfects the childhood wound that still oozes its infection into your life. Number three, keep your attention focused on God's word. Humans tend to forget. I've discovered a minor change in my routine can upend a years-long habit within days. Sometimes we treat God's word as blah, blah, blah. We've heard the verses before. We got all the possible application out of that scripture. The writer of Hebrews describes God's word as alive and powerful, Hebrews 4.12. That's why James says, keep your eye on God's word. Because it is eternal in nature, it has the power to continually change and grow you. As you gaze in its mirror day after day, your reflection will change over time. 
God plans to use his word for your continuing growth throughout your life. Truth be told, back in the days when Alyssa was newborn, I didn't really understand the value of gazing into the mirror of God's word. Even after I began to perceive the Bible's importance, I struggled to give my spiritual appearance the attention it needed. Yet God never ceased to woo my heart with his word. My friend, is God calling you into a deeper relationship with him through his word? Do you sense a missing component in your mothering? Perhaps the hook about words and anger from this passage sank uncomfortably into your flesh, and you want to make a change. Whatever the reason, God longs to meet you where you are and use his loving reflection to beautify you. To go deeper with God, start with this word from James today. Open your Bible. Pray to God to receive understanding of him and yourself through the words. Read it for yourself. If you're able, read it out loud. This practice slows you to allow further thought. It also involves your physical senses to make it more memorable. Write a few notes in a journal to highlight what you noticed about God's character. Write anything you think you should do based on what you read. Conclude with the prayer to ask God for the power to obey him. Feel free to camp in one section of scripture over several days to continue to allow the Lord to speak to you through it. If you haven't already done so, you can hop over to my website, AnnieYorty.com, and get your free journal page that will help you to keep track of what you learn through Bible reading. Simply enter your email on the pop-up screen and it will come directly to you. Be assured, I always keep your information strictly confidential and promise not to inundate you with emails. Seeking God through reading and obeying his word is the bottom line of our Bible encouragement today. I hope you jump in and see how God's word will transform you into his likeness, especially as you mother your precious child. Don't forget, I always love to hear how God is working in your life. While you're at my website, press the contact button and keep me posted. Let's pray. Father, you know how busy life gets as I mother my child with special needs. I know you called me to this task, but sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Help me to prioritize spending time in the mirror of your word, because that's where I receive all I need. Make it more important than any other activity I pursue. Please show me how you're working to transform me through your word. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.